Good evening. And as always, I want to thank you tonight for watching. I want to thank you uh, if you're listening to this at a later time or the podcast. Uh, just pray that uh, the teaching of God's Word uh, would be uh, helpful to you. It would be something that you can uh, hopefully get some insight from uh, to help you in your walk with the Lord, uh, your view of God, and what God is trying to do in your life and in mine. And we finished up last uh, two nights ago uh, looking at chapter 3 about Solomon's request, uh, Solomon's blessing, and then what Solomon was to do with that wisdom that God had given him to help others and to uh, use that for the kingdom of God. Uh, but tonight we're going to jump down to chapter 4 because there are a lot of verses about administration and leaders and different people. But tonight I want to show you how God can work in your life and in mine. Because most of us, if we were to ask ourselves, what do we really want? Um, most of us would say we want to be blessed. Um, we might even say that we want to have some control over the things in our life. Now, not total control, only that belongs to God. But most of us would say we want some kind of control over where we bank or where we work or, or what's going on in our calendar. Uh, some of us would say that we would like to expand our influence or expand what we are able to do, expand our ability to help other people. Um, all of those things. But in chapter four, we see, if you have a Bible, uh, your, the heading might say something like prosperity or the wisdom expanding during Solomon's reign. And so tonight I want to talk to you about there is a way to experience God's blessing, but it comes from doing things God's way. Now, there are seasons of difficulty. There are seasons of drought. There are seasons of um, challenges. We've all been through them. But most of us are terrified to talk about the seasons of blessing, the seasons when things seem to go the way God wants them to, uh, the way we want them to, and that we can enjoy and celebrate. Uh, many times it's all doom and gloom and there is no good because of the fallen world that we live in. And a lot of that is true. It's, it's always going to have problems. But starting in verse 20, it says this, Judah and Israel were as numerous as the sand by the sea in multitude, eating and drinking and rejoicing. And so tonight I really want you to hear that because you should want God to bless you, uh, whether it is in the difficult moments of life or in the good moments of life. And so tonight, if you're in one of those seasons where you are celebrating what God is doing, you've got the promotion at work, you've got the good report from your doctor, you've seen your kids be successful, uh, there's nothing wrong with rejoicing in that season. You should not feel guilty for the blessings of God. You shouldn't worship the blessings, but you should celebrate those blessings. 
Second way we can see that God blesses us sometimes is not with an abundance of stuff, but with peace. In verse 24 of that same chapter, for he had dominion over all the region on this side of the river from Tisba even to Gaza, namely over all the kings over this side of the river, and he had peace on every side all around him. In his case, he was definitely seeking peace from war, peace from his enemies, but you and I can have peace, peace that surpasses all understanding. Even in the midst of family drama, even in the midst of problems at work, even in the midst of marital friction, if we draw close to the Lord, he can give us peace. Now, I do pray for peace at work, and I do play for peace at home, and I do play for peace in my marriage, but I have to know that God can give me peace regardless of my circumstances. And the third thing I want to show you tonight that we see in Solomon's life and can be true in ours is the ability to grow, the ability to expand. And in verse 29, it says, And God gave Solomon wisdom and exceedingly great understanding and largeness of heart like the sand on the seashore. So God gave him wisdom and understanding and a largeness of heart. Well, what does that mean? Well, God gave him wisdom first, but he gave him the ability to use that wisdom. I, you have probably met people that are brilliant, that are intelligent, that are geniuses, you might say, but have no ability to apply it to anything. They are an educated idiot, as we might say. But not only that, this largeness of heart means uh, a lot of different things people think. But what I think it means is that he had the ability to understand more and more and more. Things that most people could not understand. Uh, he could handle situations that most people couldn't handle. And so he was able to take that wisdom, to apply that wisdom, but to apply it in so many different ways that he was able to help so many people. Because in verse 34 it said, And men of all nations from all of the kings of the earth who had heard of his wisdom came to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And I began to think about that tonight because in our lives we have influence over different people. Tonight I ask you this question. Have you been seeking wisdom from God to live out your faith? If your children were wanting advice and knew that they needed godly advice, would they come to you or someone else? If your friends that you work with needed marital advice and doing things God's way, would they come to you because they have seen what a godly marriage looks like? Or would they go to someone else? You see, tonight my challenge to you is to live in such a way that the people who are going through difficulties trust and want to hear what we have to say, knowing that we give wisdom that is based on God's word, wisdom that honors God, wisdom that elevates God, wisdom that can help them in the difficult moments of life. Jesus was called upon in moments of people's great need, the lame, the blind, the sick, the hurting. But as 
John chapter 3 shows us when an educated man needed to know about eternal life, he came to Jesus asking him, what does it take to be saved? What does it take to experience the kingdom of heaven? Jesus said, you must be born again. That is because he allowed God's teaching. He allowed the father's leadership to permeate his life as the son of God and use that influence to make a difference. And so tonight I want to encourage you to celebrate God's blessings, to use God's provision as a way to reach out to other people. As always, thank you for watching tonight, and I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you. And tomorrow night, Lord willing, we'll see you again.